this show, I have a dear friend, Chris Lynn, on with us, and she's going to be talking to us about her um, soul soul work that she does with individuals and couples, and we'll get on a little bit about that. Um, she calls it spiritual up-leveling. She'll explain what goes on there. She will be taking questions at the end of the show, so make sure you remain online. And of course, if you're wanting her or a possibility to have her answer one of your questions, you do need to be logged into the Zoom live webinar and the link is up above and you'll see that on the show page. So Chris will be discussing the importance of supportive mentoring in our spiritual development. That, oh my gosh, she's so bang on on that. It's, it's so exciting to have her talking about that because I mentor people and so does she. And we see as professionals, so many things that could be steered around or, you know, because sometimes people get scared or they get fed misinformation or if they're going it alone, they might have misinformation because of what they might have experienced and they automatically think it's something creepy or scary, right? So she'll also be talking about that and then also talking about um, clearing our limiting beliefs, which kind of all feeds into one another. And then she'll be talking about emotional patterns and then clearing our properties as well. At the end of the show, I will be posting her contact information, whether it's phone number, website, which is Blue Jean Mystic. Isn't that cool? as well as her email. And then let me go ahead and get her live on. Let me do this. And I'm gonna promote you to panelist, Chris. Here she comes. There we Hello are. there. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Lisa, Yay. how are you today? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that we finally got to connect together. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about what you're going to present today and how you're presenting it. It's, it's so necessary. You are an intuitive consultant and mentor based in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and yeah. your passion is soul coaching using yeah. wisdom from the Akashic Records. And we'll get into that. I want you to explain that to the listeners so that they have a greater understanding of maybe the, the basis from where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. well, Chris also does the energetic signature of the soul, and she also tunes in and taps into your spirit guides. She works with individuals, couples, groups, businesses by phone, Skype, and Zoom, which is what this is throughout the United States and abroad. So welcome very much to the show. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so oh, fun yeah. to be with you again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. When did we meet? Was it at a Lisa Williams thing? It was, it was Lisa Williams Advanced Mediumship in 2012, which is stunning to me to think. I was going to say five years, but no, it's longer now. It's six years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That goes fast, doesn't it? Yeah. There's yeah, been yeah. a lot that's happened in the last six years. You too, huh? There really has been. It's really funny. I was just thinking this morning about our talk today. 
and I was remembering how, remember how at the end of the course, at the program, that Lisa took us aside on the phone 15 minutes, you know, as our kind of closing interview. Right. And she said, to, we talked about mediumship and, and, you know, she invited me to participate in her, her program, her group. And what she said to me is like, I don't see you as much as a medium, but as someone working with people on their spiritual path. And I, I thought, okay, it. I just really wanted to be a medium, but all right, whatever. And, you know, and it evolved, it shifted as it will, as spirit does for us. And then, you know, what I see here is that really is who I want to be to people. I want to be the mentor if they want me to be. I want to be someone, yeah, I want to just like, I remember what it was to be, I was 21, 22 when I found my spiritual teacher and began my path. That might be early for some people, but it was right on time for me. And I think about who would I have been without that individual, that person who held the space for me. And so it wasn't as much as teaching me and showing me, it was about holding space so I could splash around yeah. and, and make my mistakes and then have somebody to hold the container while I recovered myself, you know, because that's how we learn is we make mistakes. And then we have someone there holding the space for us to guide us. Mm -hmm. right? And so it's just like I, I have been over the last several months really thinking about the value of that individual for me and, and you know, reckoning, you know, how, how to bring that forward into my life, into my expression. Because I think that is part of my soul's journey. And like you talked about, we all have a soul essence. And, and that's part of mine is to be there for people in that capacity. Yeah. It's neat because it sounds to me like you mentor much like I mentor. So you encourage first you have to investigate like what type of mediumship they are you know they they use and you allow them to bloom and grow where they're supposed to be not necessarily and all you can do really is guide them right um and maybe pick out their strengths and have them work with them and also which then also ultimately works with their their weaknesses as well but like you I'm the same way. I started out in psychic art, mm. you know, drawing people spirit guides and giving them readings at the same time. And I, apparently that's not where spirit wanted me to be. The clients come where you need to be really. They're directed to you. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of like moved me right into just working with deceased loved ones. Mm -hmm. And very rarely anymore. Do I do any police cases? Do I do any, uh, psychic art or investigate. I don't rarely do any of that anymore because I'm so busy doing everything else, you know, the, the, the meeting the loved ones, you know, and that's where we each have our own niche divined by spirit. And I love that mentorship is yours. I love that because mm -hmm. it is so needed. It really is. Yeah. People that have been coming to me lately are often, um, I spent many years, over 25 years in the massage and bodywork field. And so that used to be my thing. I was an educator in that and I did some mentoring and, and supporting that way. And then I moved into mediumship and psychic work, Akashic records, what have you. And, um, I, and I just really found the value in working with more recently with people who are in the industry of the bodywork and the massage 
and they're getting those intuitive hits. They're getting the crossed over loved ones, you know, right. showing up in the session and they don't know what to do with that. Well, that's how I discovered I was a medium. Here was, you know, <laughs> you know, in a great big flowery dress and dancing. I had to communicate this to a client, you know, and yeah. it was like a little game that I would always play. That was like, all right, you know, you're going to have to make me say it, you know, tell me three times before I will actually communicate it to the client, which is just ridiculous. But anyway, that's how I did it. And then I started to, to, you know, create that sort of rapport. And then I realized, oh, this is a direction I want to move in, you know, more in guiding people through spirit, whether that's their spirit guides, like you're talking about, and also, you know, their crossed over loved ones. And so I'm looking at how do I help those individuals who were where I was a number of years ago in making that transition? How do they, you know, everyone knows them as the massage therapist who's really good, right. but who are they when they start to incorporate spirit? And so I think we, we're best served finding mentors that have walked our walk before. <laughs> you know, that, that understand yeah, of course. Us. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, it's funny because what I noticed too is some people would rather join a development class or something like that. But I find that the one-on-one -on -one really nails it in for that one person instead of all the general stuff, you know, that you would teach in a group class. And that's where the mentorship for me is is huge. I really think that that benefits the, the student much, much deeper, right? So. I agree. That makes a lot of sense. Also, when we consider inside of a group dynamic, any group dynamic, you're going to have personality. And then you're going to have vying for attention. You're going to have ego. If we can have that one-on-one -on -one time mm -hmm. with a trusted mentor, then we can feel really supported, you know? And I think everyone in whatever aspect of life they participate, they do well with that. I have someone I work with now in that capacity who I know I can go to with absolutely anything and she's not going to tell me I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm really dysfunctional, but she'll help me understand what I'm noticing or even what I am misinterpreting. Correct. From position of my own history you know so it's like we we have to look at a lot of things and hold that space for other people to see all of those components for themselves well that's great now so I want to go back a little bit you had we had talked about the Akashic Records real quickly can you give us a, a nutshell version of that yeah super simple the Akashic Records are simply a database of information that's all it is think about the internet similar it's a spiritual internet and so there is a database that contains the information of everything that's ever happened right any choice a soul has made is recorded somewhere that information occurred therefore it has to be accessed someplace that makes sense to me and so that is the place i go to when i do readings so that i'm pulling forward um the highest level, I'm not sure if that's really how I want to say it, but the most perhaps accurate and clear information available for that person directly from the information about their soul. And so it doesn't have to go through my filters as being a psychic, but I'm accessing a body of information really about them and their soul's journey. And so that, that helps us feel like um, we're really on task with addressing what their soul is up to in life 
you know, sometimes we often wonder, it's like, why am I in this life? Why do I have these parents? Why all of this stuff? <laughs> you know, it's frustrating and it's scary. And we don't yeah. understand when we have a limited resource in fourth dimensional understanding of thoughts and feelings around us. But when we open it up a bit more and we consider our lifetime, this beautiful, sweet little lifetime, from the perspective of our soul, which is vast and spans numerous dimensions all at the same time, when we look at it from that perspective, then the difficulties we're going, going through can be understandable based on karma, for one thing, right? The cause and effect, mm -hmm. something that may have occurred in another lifetime or experience, even in this present lifetime, you know, even genetic karma, you know, those things mm. exist, I know, icky, those things exist in the Akashic Records as well. And that's just kind of the luck of the draw that we got through genetics and through our DNA. Sometimes there are things that run through that line that can really affect us. And when we know about that, it brings a relief. Yeah. So I access the Akashic Records for most of the information, including property clearing, because information exists there as well. Mm-hmm. So you recently moved to Colorado and there was something about, I do recall you saying you were moving into an old mansion. Yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> I, I moved away from Colorado roughly a year and a half ago to give Portland, Oregon a go and it wasn't my cup of tea particularly. So my husband and I moved back to Colorado and Colorado Springs specifically is where I've spent a number of years. And we found a place inside of an old mansion. It's called Hagerman Mansion that was built in 1885. The apartment, what, well, the building was separated into apartments about 100 years ago or so. Oh, wow. And then there were some additions around that time. So everything in it is at least 100 years old and some of it, you know, <laughs> more than that. And um, so we found this place and it, it places here, let me tell you, they don't, sit available for very long. It's like they'll be posted on the website of this complex and they're taken down the next day. They, they wow. move very quickly because it's, it's a place people want to live in because it's such a cool old house and it has a lot of history. And um, this place apparently sat for at least six weeks, probably waiting for us or probably waiting probably. for a person to work with it. The apartment that we are in had served as the original master bedroom of the Hagerman Mansion. And so it's it's quite gorgeous, has a huge bay window in what is my living room now, used to be their mm -hmm. bedroom. It's just a beautiful old building and it's got some beauty. <coughs> and, I, and I can feel, there's something I feel about an old building, I don't know if you've experienced this, where it has the capacity to hold you. Yes. So been around, you know what I mean? For a long time, it's just, it has, it knows how to be present for people. And I think I'm learning a lot about that, you know, how to be present for people also with that, this building around me that holds such space. And it's made of stone mostly, stonework from way back in the day. Wow. Yeah, stone and plaster walls. So we have to be super careful about how we, you know, put nails in the walls. We don't crack it open. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, huge old building. And this building, you know, it speaks to me. It's got information. That's yeah. neat. That's neat. Yeah. So talk about space clearing and property clearing and wow, what did you have to go through? Or what did you do before you moved in? Because mm. you can imagine, oh my gosh, it's hundreds of years old. The energy. Woo! 
What I found out actually just recently, like last week from a neighbor that lives across the hall, that he's been here for eight years. He says there's been like in the time that he's been here, probably 10 different sets of tenants in this apartment alone. That wow. says something about it kicks people out. It's, it's energetically at unrest and they just leave for their own reasons. They probably don't do what you and I do and you know see the things that we see. Um, but I think it just hadn't felt love. That was the sense I had about it when I tuned into it. And it, I feel like it's starting to love me back. So I do a clearing, I do a reading and a clearing in the Akashic Records. Um, in accessing an address, we can read all about the property, you know. So I check for a number of different things that could exist, such as ghosts, such as poltergeists, such as, you know, uh, negative thought forms, negative entities that might exist on the property. You know, any kind of thing that the home may have picked up vibrationally by way of the people that lived there. You know, usually houses are pretty neutral until you put some people in them, <laughs> and, then the, right. and then they tend to pick up the vibration of the people, and that can be, you know, that can be violence, it could be um, deep sadness, depression. So I go in and I read all of those things, and I had a few things to clear, which were actually quite alarming to me. Wow. To and so once, I mean, I, I enlist in the help of angels and other upper dimensional beings to do the work. So I know that they're actually handling it. I like, you know, talk to Archangel Michael. You just, he just comes in, does his thing and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's a certain place where us as humans have no business going and we enlist in the help of angels. And so that's really what helps me do the work that I do and help me kind of align with this apartment. Yeah. And it was just a little miracle how it all came together. I yeah. bet. You know, those synchronicities, you know, everything's in divine order and mm -hmm. it's just the way it's supposed to be. Now, when you did, when you read my house, you know, you did a clearing and, and checked everything and, and it was bang on. It was bang on. Although, you know, as you said, there wasn't a whole lot there that was kind of out of sync. Um, but it was what you got was absolutely right on. And I could definitely feel a difference, the, the shift in the energy in the home that was huge that that even though because for me it would have been subtle but for someone else it would have been it would have been pretty pretty uh intense mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i'm used to the crazy energy in my home <laughs> right right we, we get used to that yeah you know I, i'm used to the bumps and the noises and the creaks and the groans and the and the you know vibration but someone else like you and your apartment would be like holy cromoli, you know, something's not right. But they might not understand what it is, you know, right, right. where when you would come in and take care of that, clean it out, do what you got to do, and it easy peasy, you know, for them, you know, you did your work, which not everybody else can do, that's for sure. And that's why you specialize in it. Mm. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a really important um, component of the work that I do. I've always had an odd relationship with homes. And, you know, that's growing up highly sensitive, empathic, all of that sort of a thing. But homes could always somehow speak to me. And I think they often just are not listened to. You know, we wave our sage around and we create as much of a clearing as we can. And that's beautiful and good and imperative because it's our space. We need to be able to expand into it and own it. 
Um, but sometimes there are other influences present, maybe from people who've lived there previously over time, that might not have been very conscious about the way they think. They might have cleared themselves very well. You know, so we often, you know, just even I periodically just clear my own home just because I realize, you know what, I've been kind of a bad mood lately. What is that about? And what am I emitting? Right. You know, and to me, you know, negative thought forms can adhere to the walls similar to like nicotine from a smoker would. You know, it, it leaves a residue that is detectable to us, sometimes consciously and sometimes unconsciously. You know, we all have that experience, right, of going into a store or even someone's home that we might not know very well, and we're wide open to feeling the vibe, because that's what we do as humans. We're very orically sensitive. And, and then we tend to pick up things. We might not know how to process it consciously or know what it means, but we make determinations and choices based on the information we pick up. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important, especially, you know, when we are doing an, something like a spiritual up-leveling and or a mentorship program where we are intending to become more spiritually disciplined with ourselves, to clear our space so that our space can uphold that new vibration that we're bringing through us and it makes it easier you know so we don't have a dissonance between what had always been there before and the new us that we're trying to bring forward you know our homes are so important our workplaces are so important some of us work at home you know but both things are equally important because we're surrounded by that energy mm -hmm. good point so you had mentioned doing some work with like clearing mental and emotional patterns. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I have long been a fan of a form of work called matrix energetics. You may have heard of it. It's working yeah. with like a quantum field to allow for clearing to happen and in a very playful and easy way. It doesn't have to be highly dramatic and, and terribly painful. And um, matrix energetics is not being taught anymore in classroom format. Um, but one of the last uh, sessions that I attended, Richard Bartlett had brought forward a form of work he'd been working on called psycho-emotional energetics. And it's accessing like the thread of a thought pattern or an emotional state Ooh. and transforming it. And it's so ridiculously fast that he's like, he probably could have taught that portion of the seminar in about 10 minutes, wow. you know, but had to stretch it out over two evenings, you know, to make <laughs> And then we, you know, had practice time and a lot of chatting about it. Of course. But I got a hold of that and I started using it with my clients who might have been stuck in an area. You know how we can provide a reading and give them, here's the information, here's what's behind all this, here's what your your grandmother says about this from spirit, but that often doesn't always change it inside of us, you know, just that, that place where that pattern emotionally has become so embedded. And so basically what I do is talk to a person for a moment, find out what the challenge is. I ask them to turn the volume up on that feeling that's associated with it. I grab a hold of it and I wait until it shifts because it wants to shift. That energy doesn't want to be in them right. anymore than they want it to be. And so, and it's that simple. And so often that will get people over a hump or a stuck place in our coaching or even just clearing past life stuff sometimes doesn't always get the present life emotional content out of the way. I agree. So, 
You're right. And so a lot of times we just move that one little boulder out of the way and then they can move forward in their lives because sometimes we just can't even see. It's so uncomfortable that we can't even see around it. Right. So having a little help. And again, I work with the angelic realm in that way. You know, it's just like I know that if I get a hold of this material, this information, and it moves out of their field, I know the angels are there to take it. And, you know, it's like, I just, why haven't I been using angels all these years? I don't know. Maybe I feel <laughs> like I didn't deserve the help, but they're so good at it, you know, and, and, you know, that's our, our job is to be present with the human and it's the angelics realm job to transform that energy. You know, mm -hmm. there's not yeah. a lot of humans we have to take on. So knowing how to engage with them is really important. So yes, I love that work because it just really quickly, easily moves the stuff out of the way and we don't have to spend hours in therapy over it, perhaps. You know. So Chris is going to be taking, or she's going to be connecting with some of the, the listeners here on the webinar. And your questions should pertain to the energy readings or coaching or clearing of the, the energy patterns that you have, please. Um, so is it a channeling that you do, Chris? Not necessarily in this case. It's more a tracking the energy oh. and tracking it in the person. And so it isn't so much in that instance delivering information as it is guiding a person into their inner experience. Like, all right, what's that feel like in you? Where do you feel that in your body? How right. loud is it? Is there a color associated with it? And so we really kind of get a handle on it in them and then allow that energy to move out of them. So it's, it's more of a, a conscious tracking of information inside of a person rather than delivering information. But at the same time, always have to put the caveat, you never know when spirit's going to speak. Right? So it's like, <laughs> they may come in, there just may be a piece of information that comes in or a, you know, I might be guided to pull a tarot card out and mm -hmm. back to the person, you know, here's... Yeah. Well, let's, um, you have a couple people here that would like to connect with you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one I'm promoting, and keep in mind, kids, you do need to have your audio and video on for us to connect with you, okay? The first person I'm promoting to panelist is Michelle, and it will take just a few seconds for her to come on. Hi, Hi Michelle. Hi. Hi, how are you, dear? Good. Good. Do you have a question for Chris? Well, you were discussing the home. I have been in the process of trying to sell my home, and I was originally told by someone else that it was going to sell by early spring, and it has not sold. It's been on the market since January, and I've done, then I was told, well, it's because there's negative energy, so I did the smudging, and I'm not, it, I'm not getting any results at all, so I was just wondering if you have, can see anything with that. Well, um, the first thing I want to tell you is when I read when I read a home, I'm usually accessing the Akashic records through the specific um, um, address and such. And so I'm not doing that today. Oh, yeah. But let's talk a little bit about what you feel in your home. Tell me how you experience it. Um, I did not want to move into the home. I, I was moved into the home because it has an outbuilding that we used to uh, start a business back in 1990 and did not care for it so i definitely but i've done a lot to it and it's very 
uh, doesn't look anything like it did back then. It was only two years old, but it looked like a 70s home back then. And, yeah. But it, it does look, I mean, there's been so many improvements and everything. It's just a very large home. It's 3,400 square feet and it's hard. <laughs> get wow. yeah it's hard to get a it's wow. a very 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 limited market for it but um you know i just wondering what's <laughs> what's happening here you know that you had an experience of it early on that you didn't really want to move into it says a lot it says a lot about your own intuition you know and where it was spot on what i really believe is that our spirit guides guide us into or out of something. And I think that I work with a lot of real estate agents, actually most of them strangely enough in Southern California, and they call me to do remote clearings on properties that won't sell. Mm -hmm. And often I just go in and go through my checklist to find out what's, what could possibly be wrong here. And then I do the clearing, I let them know, I give them an MP3 recording of what I found and cleared. And usually within a very short period of time, there are more viewings of that home and, uh, and often it goes into escrow very shortly after. And so we remove a negative influence. You know, I would suggest to you, if you wanna, if you wanna speak to me about doing a property clearing, it's not something I can do, you know, readily during the course of this conversation, but let's talk about it, contact me through my website and I will make a special deal for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a talk about it because some of those influences are, um, they really get in the way because other people perceive energy who are looking for a home and their guides will actually guide them away from it because it's just not good for them. Mm -hmm. you no, know, they won't rest well at night, for instance, with that presence. Right. So that's, yeah, absolutely. I have the St. Joseph buried in the yard and everything. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. I've done that too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every little bit helps. I'm right for, you know, pull forward anybody you can for help. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. So do you have any other message like from I mean, my dad always comes through. I just wondered if. Uh, you, yeah. Well, I'm not doing mediumship. Today, oh, okay. I can tell yep. you Lisa is your girl for that piece, but let me just yes. take a step back and assess, access your energy for a moment. Is that okay? Yes. Just kind of sit with you for a moment. I just feel like there's such a presence over your left shoulder, actually, and it just feels like an essence that wants to say, just don't worry, just don't worry, and that the, the energy of the worry is actually keeping you a little jittery and jangly and kind of scared. And so I just feel like that's a guide present for you in whatever fashion that wants you to just like, whew, settle down, change your vibration, take yourself out for a walk, get up and out of the property for a while, do something fun that really lifts you up. Sometimes we get stressed out and we feel like we got to hold that space really hard for this process to yeah. happen. Uh, I'm going away for two days, so it's good, good timing, right. I guess. Good job. Good. Good job. Just let right. yourself know that the angelic Roman asked for their help with this clearing. You can do that just as easily as anybody. Say, come in here, clear this home. Help me out here. You know, I can't bear this burden myself. You go out, change your vibration, right? And the, the, and the thing that's coming into me is, and I don't know why, you don't owe this house anything. And I don't know what that means, but that just came in. It's like, you don't owe this house anything. So I wonder if there's some place in you consciously or unconsciously that has you feeling like you have to stick something out here. You have to do 
right by it, but you don't, you know, it's like you don't owe anything here, right? So that you're clear to move on. Okay. And you want to obviously at a conscious, a conscious level, you do. You're right. Saying, you know, January, you know, here we are now it's June. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, Michelle, thank you so thank much for tuning in, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. So one of the things that I found interesting in that was how you put it all together and um, like you can feel around them who's working with them. Like you felt like an angelic presence or a spirit guide presence or whatever. So enlist their help. Absolutely. Because they're not there just for jollies, you know, <laughs> and I love that. I love that you're able to tune into that. I'm not, I just talked to dead people. So you are on, you're, on, you're tuning in or able to tune into a completely different wavelength than I am. Um, which it, it's pretty valuable. Let me, let me tell you, it really is pretty valuable. So tell us about this spiritual up-leveling program that you've just began or you have invented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it became very important to me when I was reflecting upon the importance of my own mentorship over time. And I realized that's who I want to be. In doing even these soul level readings with people, these Akashic record readings that really can transform their life, it can really shift the patterns so that they're not experiencing that same thing over and over, lifetime after lifetime, even though that shifts. I find that sometimes people have a hard time integrating that change into their everyday reality ongoingly. Because let's face it, when something big changes for us, our entire landscape gets to change too, including our relationships, <laughs> you know, our partnerships, you know, friendships, all of that. So having a platform to work with someone for a period of time, I think is really helpful so that they can move. It's like mentoring in, in mediumship. It's like, how do you take this into your life? And you want to make sure that I want to make sure that I've got someone that I am underneath them. So they feel like they've got a platform to rely upon. The program I do involves their, their soul blueprint reading, which tells us who they are at soul level. We all have a specific vibration of the divine that we express, that we are meant to express lifetime to lifetime. That's how our soul is made. It's our energetic signature. Knowing what that is, is pretty important. So we can decide to do it. You know, if we don't know what it is, right. Then, exactly. then we're, we're constantly looking, and I think a lot of you can identify with this. What's my purpose? I just, I feel like I should be doing something. You know, I, I need to express myself in the world. What is it I'm supposed to be doing? It's a source of great frustration and angst for folks. And mm -hmm. so we help you understand what vibrational quality you're designed to do. So you make conscious choices toward that. And so that's a big piece of what we do. We also take a look at what past life karma might be existing for you, or even present life, early childhood stuff might be still blocking you in this life from even recognizing who you are. You know, some of us grew up in really bad situations and, and really negative households. Mm -hmm. And there are influences there that might keep us from really knowing we are holy and we are perfect little beings of God for crying out loud, right? Yeah. But that happens. And so with that kind of program, it's really hard for us to see our, our divinity 
and express it in the world. So we go through, we help you understand where all that came from, where that pattern started. You may have made a choice sometime back, you know, that you're held accountable for, but then through grace that can be released and through your own conscious choice to do something different. That's often where my readings have stopped. And, you know, we'll have a follow-up a few weeks later. But what I found is that people have a hard time sustaining the change. And so what I've put together is a program of three months where we look at a number of different readings, that first soul blueprint reading. We might also do a relationship reading if they're in a partnership or they have a particular, you know, parent-child relationship that's tenuous for them. So we look at what's behind that. We do a property clearing. So the home that you're living in can reflect the truth of who you are rather than any baggage that that was there from you or from anybody else in its history. And right. I good point. History. So we do things like this. And then in, in between each of these major readings, we also do a spirit guide reading. So we help you understand who your spirit guides are, where they come from, what they're like, why they came into your field and when in your life. And it's like stunningly accurate because they just come around and it's a party. They absolutely love to talk to their people, right? They wanna be heard and they wanna support and assist. And so, and, and by the way, the way I term spirit guides, they're human soul guides. So they're not unlike dead people at all, actually, Lisa. They just haven't had a body for a little while, right? right? So it's like they have had, had human incarnations and they know what it's like here. They understand your pain. And they didn't get here by accident. Your higher self hired each and every one of your guides on purpose to help you deal with a specific issue that mm -hmm. you might not feel confident in all by yourself. So we take a good look at what your spirit guide team is here to tell you. And there's a message from each and every one of them. There's usually between four and six guides that come forward in that reading. And in between all of that, we do on the off weeks, we do coaching where we do that emotional clearing work, for instance. And we, we talk about how this is integrating in your life. We might pull some tarot cards out and take a look at the archetypes and how those are represented inside of you. And so it's a good way to get, I don't want to call it therapy exactly because it's not, but it is a very therapeutic process where we hold all levels of you, the spiritual, mental, emotional, general, physical, household stuff. And how do we support you as you up level into the person you really want to be? This is huge. Uh, it huge. was huge. You know, it's like it downloaded finally, you know, as, as you know. Yeah. Like, this this is, is such, I imagine that that would be such an enlightening process. Who needs therapy after that? <laughs> yeah, right. I think, you Seriously. know, have therapy also because sometimes there are, there are places that I reach in people. It's like you need more resource than I might have that particular education. Of course, for. of course. And at the same time, it's just like therapists are kind of busy too. You know? So does therapy always address the spiritual realm? Maybe not. That's where I right. think where we can, we can kind of bridge that gap. Mm -hmm. so that we're not so segmented and separated out from even aspects of ourselves. Well, my spiritual life's over here. I think church handles this. And right. then my doctor handles my physical body over here and my mentality, who knows where that is. And, you know, so often we're listening to so many different voices, but if we can pull it all into one container and a person can just accept, acknowledge, and begin to love all 
of the aspects of themselves, mm-hmm. you know, so they can yeah. be in service to the world. Because I think really most people listening, they really want to know how do I best serve, and that, that's that's really the upshot. I mean, most of the people I work with aren't really interested in you know always just you know, getting the best car or truck or flat screen TV or whatever, right. you know, they're, they're looking for, you know, how do I be in the world because yeah. I'm waking up and what do I do with this? And so like you and I, we create a platform, we create a container that's safe for people to explore, you know, all that they are. And we're so multidimensional. It's amazing and beautiful. And not everybody has these conversations every day of the week. <laughs> I get it. I get yeah. it. Another, let's, um, let's get Melissa on with us. Hey, I uh, really love to be on here today with you guys. I'm really excited. But I, I'm feeling, um, I'm usually, I'm pretty sensitive and I am an empath and I've had a lot of experiences and I'm pretty in tune with my inner, my spiritual being. But I feel um, lately that I've been a little bit spiritually stuck. Yeah. And I'm just not sure maybe you might have some vibe on what I can do to move forward, I guess, and what I can tap into. I think that I appreciate that statement a lot. And I think a lot of people can identify with that. And at least nine times out of 10, when people make contact with me through my website, the word they use is stuck. <laughs> I feel stuck. You know, it's like our, our wheels are spinning. And so for you, Melissa, if you'd be willing to just kind of go interior with yourself, and if you could notice inside of your own skin where you feel stuck or what feels like it's not moving or is cluttered, that might look like your physical body or even a chakra that you might be able to identify. Yeah, um, I definitely would say it's heart. Heart, okay. Which is like so not my norm <laughs> oh, okay. so I'm, not, I'm very like accepting and loving so i'm surprised you know yeah. that it's hard <laughs> right and so maybe there's some unfamiliar material showing up for you that is you know it makes us if it's unfamiliar it can make us feel sort of stuck so i want you to just kind of go in there i'm going to close my eyes and go in there also and so just notice what you feel when you go into your heart and you feel the stuck place what what does that feel like? So you just notice it. You don't even have to describe it a lot, but just notice that feeling, okay? You grab a hold of that. And I want you to just kind of be with that feeling and turn the volume up on it. And it might be kind of like scary or uncomfortable or bleh, you know, you made a face and that's a good indication, you know, sometimes when you have a face that's, that's resonant to that. And so just keep that there. And I'm gonna grab a hold of it. And believe me, it wants to move. It totally wants to move. It's <laughs> I just, feel it. I know it does. <laughs> it's just like it's looking around. All right, where's the way out? Where is the way out? So it's finding its story. It's moving. You're good. You're totally good. So let me just stick with it here for a moment. And it does its thing. You know, I can't guide or control any of this. You know, that's really, holy cow. That's the thing. There we go. There it goes. All right. So it, it shifts and it moves and then it goes usually off to my left and then, you know, the angels just grab it like in a bucket. What do you notice when you tap into your heart space now where you are feeling stuck? feels more spacious. It feels more, um, it's hard to describe. It feels more open. 
Nice, nice. And what would you do inside of that space, that heart space now, since there's some room, what would you do in there? Um, I feel like I need to pour positivity in there. Mm. What would that look like? That's a hard one. That's, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Inspiration, I think. Okay, right, right. And so sometimes people, when they think of positivity, there may be a particular color of light, for instance, that they would put in there, or there may be an action, you know? What comes to you as something that you could do that would be reflective of that openness? Um, for some reason, yellow and share. Is what Love I love it. Oh my <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Yellow, right. Yellow is bright and it's beautiful. It's a happyish color, I would say. Right? And share. So, huh. Do you know who you might share that with? I just feel like everyone. Like yeah. <laughs> everyone, the whole world. <laughs> you know what I'm a fan of doing is when I get that inspiration or that nudge to share, because I don't have a blog yet, you know, it's coming. <laughs> is I put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. There might be like some words of inspiration that come to me that I swear to God, my guides make me write before I get out of bed and make me get on my little iPad and type the thing out. And then that can be a beautiful way, Melissa, that we can share. And you don't know how your sharing might touch somebody and make right. all the difference in the world. Yeah, I have felt that actually, like that I've said something or posted something because something told me to, and I'll have someone message me and then be like, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. Or yeah. it's just crazy sometimes. And you know what? I think, Melissa, that's often the mark of a natural channel is when that just comes through you, you get the hit from spirit, whether it's your guides or someone you love or, or you know your higher self, whatever the case is, and you put it out there in the world, that's what we're called to do. Not everyone has that. You may have that. You I just feel like I just need to be listening, I think now. Just yeah. like I get that now for some reason, like after I've talked to you now. Listening to spirit and listening to messages, yeah. I just feel like I have to be listening, so. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Thanks for tuning in, Melissa. Take care, sweetie. That was interesting. Yeah. I love how that all, like, because you showed us what was happening. And it was interesting because when you were grabbing that energy, I could actually, it looked like a rope to me. Intuitively, huh. it was like yeah. I could feel like an energetic rope being pulled I could actually feel it like between the two of you that is really cool yeah that's neat that you had that experience I I tend to notice things kind of tactily and you know I may I um, vision is not my highest sense at all um so it's like I, I have a kinesthetic relationship to things and I just know when it's all right it's cleared out of the field and moved and exactly yeah, neat that you could see it that way I like that mm -hmm. huh. yeah well I didn't see it here I saw it here yeah yeah <laughs> whatever whatever it works so you do coaching consultations how can the listeners get in touch with you what's your website email all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. my email is chris at bluejeanmystic.com which is easy and and my website is bluejeanmystic.com there is a contact page that says talk to me and you can sign up you you answer a few short questions and you can sign up for a consultation with me which is like a coaching session in its own and i ask you a lot of questions you know to help you get clear about what's working in your life and what's not working right 
and what might need to change, you know, so that together, I mean, it's valuable all by itself and there's no charge for it, but together we can see, is this a good direction for you to work with me in this way? Or maybe it's a simple reading that is your best choice, but it gives you an opportunity to know who I am and for me to know who you are. I don't choose everybody to work with. I really don't. There are times when I realize, no, this person is not best served by me. You know, they have, there's another direction for them. And so inside of the course of that hour or so reading, you know, I assess, is this the right thing for you? And if it's not, I give you resources for where to go. So it's not wasted time. And so you get an idea about my style and the way I work with, with you. And you'll learn a lot about yourself because I think the mark, as I think, you know, Lisa, with your mentoring, the, the mark of a good mentor or coach is asking the right questions at the right time in the right way. Absolutely. Right. And being direct and gentle at the same time. You know, we can't just like, oh, tell them it's all full of light and beautiful and what they're doing is great. Sometimes we need to look at, all right, we, we need to, you know, restructure something in ourselves or maybe you have a misperception we need to work with so we can be gentle but also be direct and and thankfully that's how the people who've guided me in my life were and they served as amazing examples we can be kind and still direct so i love that i love that let's take one more let's do a quickie yeah. okay that i'm gonna promote diana to panelist here she comes Hey, Hello. Diana. Good to How see you? you. Hi, Diana. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet um, you. I guess my question is, I, I'm in a funk. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain oh. it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, inside, I'm just super really sad. And I try to not bring mm -hmm. that out around my family at all. But mm -hmm. um, I've been spending a lot of time just crying lately. Just sad inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, life is kind of hard. It's hard out there. And I think there are those of us that tend to feel energy in the world. And we process it through our own selves. I can relate to what you were saying at the beginning of the show. Um, I'm, I feel like, why the heck am I here? What is my purpose here? I'm really lost. I think a good source for, for being stuck and feeling like we're in a funk and even to some degree depression is that we're not doing our soul's work. You know, our soul is not coming through us with its full strength. So let's talk about what lives inside of you with the sadness. So if you could tell me, where does that sadness reside? Inside of you? Probably in my heart, I'm lonely. In your heart, lonely, yeah. Okay, right, all right. And so when I observe you, and I observe your heart space and drawn to the left side of your heart kind of low. And it's almost like there's like a little one that sits in a hammock in there. <laughs> like our inner child, you know, right. will be kind of hiding out in a corner a little bit, making sure it's safe to come out. And so that's what I see as a sort of like a hammock like cradling this being here. So if it's okay with you, I'd like to interact with that. Thank you. And so just, I'm going to have you notice what the feeling is like. Notice what the sadness is. And then, yeah, that. Okay, good. There we go. All right. And so there is a, a quality that comes forward, almost like it washes over me. I don't take it personally. I'm not processing it personally, but I just am in the presence of that pain. And that's happened. And so, again, I'm going to hold it as it begins to move around 
because I tell you, girl, there's a lot more fun that wants to come in <laughs> when this gets out of the I'm way. I'm ready for it. Oh, there's so much, you know, so much just delight and joy that hasn't been able to find its way through into your heart and be felt through your heart because of it's just a thing, you know, and sometimes our sadness, it gets stuck in us and all we need is a little help moving it out of the way. And so it's continuing to move. Okay. And what are you noticing inside of you right now? Kind of a calmness. Yeah, okay. And so from behind you, what I feel is like that sense of joy. So I'm just going to invite that to kind of slip in through the back of your heart. Like your own innate natural joy that wants to come in. And it kind of lightens things up a little bit, like put, turning a lamp on, you know? <laughs> it's like, there it is. There's the light. And tell me what you noticed right now. Kind of a light feeling, actually. Okay. Like, I was feeling kind of heavy, and now I just kind of feel kind of like floaty. Okay. And when you go to reach for that, if you were to reach for that sense of loneliness, what do you notice? Kind of like happy. Oh, instead. Look at it. There you go. That Very is good. Thank you. Well, Diana, thank you so much for tuning in, sweetheart, and sharing thank with you, us. Yeah. Good luck with everything. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And I want to just say something really quickly here, Lisa. It's just that, you know, when any of your, your callers are participating this way and going in, you're actually transmuting it for other people too, mm -hmm. right? And so, so thank you guys for doing that. Yes. So one last time, Chris, please share with us your contact information. Mm -hmm. Email is chris at bluegenemystic.com. Also, there's a contact form and lots of fun writing at, at uh, bluegenemystic.com. Best ways to reach me. You might find me on Facebook um, under Chris Lynn, and you'll, you can find me through Lisa. I don't have my business web or my business Facebook up quite yet. So you'll find me one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. It was a joy having you as always. Take care, my sweet. Moi. Thank you. Take good care. Thank you. All right, my little chicklets. I am kind of slacking off in June. I don't have any public galleries, but in July, holy moly, I'll be in Ann Arbor on the 7th. Then we have the big three medium events with George Corey and Deanna Fitzpatrick on July 19th, 20th, and 21st in Port Huron, Rochester, and Macomb Township in Michigan. So I hope you're able to tune into those, um, log on. Tickets are $35 in advance or 40 bucks at the door. I wouldn't wait to get them at the door because it's probably going to be standing room only. So you can find that information on my website. Just go to my public events page. And my contact information is mediumlisa.com or lisabusan.com. Last name is spelled B-O-U-S-S-O-N, but Medium Lisa is much easier. So just go to mediumlisa.com. Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Lisa Busan. And as always, my little kidlets, may you seek the divine, be the divine, and you'll reap the divine. Mwah. God bless.